Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Hey Sister. Hey, sister, how you doing? Doing well, sister. How are you tonight, this evening? I, I am doing well. I'm wondering where you get this um this golden light that you got going on for, uh, you know, this bronzed look that you have going on today. Well, thank you. Actually, I... changed my lighting, child. Let me just see what just I can do. What turned I... off the overhead lights and realized that this gave me a better look. Oh, okay. So see what? Mm-hmm. Kind of washes uh, me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And voila! Voila! Well, ooh la la, everybody. If you out there watching live, we want to thank you for tuning in to Hey Sister Live. We ask that you like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends and your family all about Hey Sister and that they can catch us live on Sundays on Facebook and YouTube, and you can uh, catch replays anytime on the social media outlets or by subscribing to Hey Sister on your favorite podcasting platform. So yes, search for Hey Sister, search for Demetria Christina, you will find us there and subscribe there. So you, we could be your drive time entertainment. How about that? Yes. <laughs> And in typical Hey Sister fashion, we ask that you join the conversation in the comments. We want to hear from you. We want you to be involved in uh, discussing all things, all things Hey Sister, for sisters, by sisters, and about who? Sisters and misters. That's right. About the sisters and the misters. So if you're (laughs) tuning in tonight, let us know where you're watching from. We appreciate you. Um, for for being here with us, but tonight we said we want to just jump into relationship matters. Yes, relationship matters. So we've been um, like you. There's just been a spate of reporting in the news about celebrity breakups, makeups, uh, scandals. Um, all types of things. Hey, Kiana, thanks for tuning in from yeah, the home. Yeah, I do my little happy dance because since she's uh, she's she's got this clinical background, maybe she can chime in on some of this stuff. Girl, we're going to need you to chime in tonight in the comments for sure. Um, and she's also been married for a while, so she has yes. a, a, a another perspective as well. But there's been so much in the news lately about these uh, various stories that I was like, we need to talk about this. Uh, and, you know, relationships, the first relationship we have, the one we have with ourselves is hard. So, you know, keeping relationships with other people can be a challenge. Right, sister? Oh, yes, it can be. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, and look, everything that we, every encounter we have with another human being is a relationship. Now, the depth of the relationship, obviously, changes depending on the, the the person but we have many and multiple relationships throughout the course of our lives yeah well you know last week when we were celebrating your birthday and we brought on some of your friends who you've had for a very long time and, and you've seemed to be able to navigate and maintain that those relationships over the years and they you all talked about the ups and downs how things 
um, life circumstances, but how you always still rally, come together and support each other no matter what. So how have you been able to do that? How have you been able to with those girls you met in the second grade <laughs> that you talked right. about, right? How, how have you been able to navigate that? You know, for me, I mean, I am learning every day to meet people where they are. And I'm also learning every day that, um, you know, I, when you, you told me about the four agreements, right? Mm -hmm. And so if for anybody who hasn't read, it's a book, I don't remember the author's name, so I could look it up real quick. But um, when you were telling me about the four agreements, there was a specific part in it. And he talks about loving people. And saying how, you know, basically if you're in a relationship and I, he, he, he was probably being more, he was being more specific about like a marriage or what have you. But I think it, it, it again, it um, transcends marriage and it, it applies to all relationship. If you love somebody, you don't try to change that person. And so if you're feeling like you're constantly wanting that person to be something different and to change then maybe you really don't love that person as much as you think you do. And you should probably find somebody that you do love as opposed to trying to change that person into something that you want them to be. Um, and so that is something that I am still learning and trying to do more and more every day. And so I think what I've come to realize in my, my relationships with women, particularly my female relationships is our female friendships is that we all come to the, the relationship, right? With our assumptions, our experiences, our baggage, what have you, how we were raised and the things that um, our value system, things like that. You know, just because you and a person don't align on 100% of things doesn't mean that you have to throw that relationship away. And that has been something that I have had to learn. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes you don't have to love people from a distance. And it certainly doesn't mean sometimes you don't need to take a break from them. Because sometimes you do need to take breaks to regroup and, um, you know, readjust. But if it's a true friendship, and if the relationship is meaningful to you, then obviously, um, you're going to you're gonna work at it. You're going to work to keep it um, to being something that you want to, you want it to, you will work to maintain it. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So, and then, yeah. and then to be honest, there are times where do you, you do have to come to the place and space in your life where you examine it. And you may say, you know what, this no longer serves either one of us. I think mm -hmm. we all have heard the, you know, people come into your life for a reason, season or lifetime. I do, I give credence to that as well. And so if it's worth maintaining for a lifetime, then you're going to have to work at it. If you feel like it was just a season of your life that you and that person were in relationship with each other, then cool. Once the season passes, then there should be no harm, no foul. But more often than not, it's a lot of harm and a lot of foul. So that's, so then there are deeper <laughs> questions there. Yes, indeed. There's a lot of harm and fouls. And for, for those of you who are not familiar with the four agreements, went ahead and dropped it in the chat about the book, as well as what the four agreements are. They're being impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. It's an easy read. It's an easy listen to on audiobook. 
Um, but there's so many tools and pearls um, in that that you just drop. And 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 yeah, like we meet people where they are, and um, and if we're trying to force something, then maybe it's not about them. It's actually about us, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have to d- take a, take a look within, <laughs> go within. How about that? Um, so, all right, let's see. So let's talk talking about some of these relationships that have been in the news lately. So you talked about your girlfriends. We'll start with uh, not a couple relationship, but a business partnership. And um, that definitely went awry. It has gone awry many years ago. But we want to talk about Mason Diddy, right? So there have been in more recent news uh, right. conversation. The latest. Uh, the <laughs> latest, right? Because there's been a lot of back and forth, right? And so uh, Diddy appeared on The Breakfast Club, did an interview, um, Mace responded to that. And um, so for those of you who are a fan of 90s hip hop, you know, you, you couldn't see uh, Mace without Diddy or Diddy without Mace there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Boy Records, they definitely put it on the map, but that soured many years ago. And so in this latest kerfuffle or what have you <laughs> around the owing of money, boy, does money interfere with relationships. <laughs> so mm-hmm. sister, break it down for us. What kind of like when this started, how it all has gone and what some of the things have been said recently? Well, it sounds that like Diddy went on the Breakfast Club and in some portion of the interview, um, he was basically saying if any artist feels that they have they owe he owes them any money that they should produce their respective receipts and he would pay them within 24 hours to what, to which Mr. Mason Betha um, responded that one, um, everything is in uh, Ms. Janice Combs name, i.e. Puffy's mother's name. And two, that, you know, he listed off a series of artists, uh, namely notorious B.I.G., um, Craig Mack and then um, Black Rob Rob. as three artists who can no longer produce receipts because unfortunately they are deceased. So um, yeah, so that, that, that's the latest kerfuffle um, (laughs) in a, in a nutshell. And we'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more back and forth. It's interesting. There was another comment that Mace made about, basically not wanting Puffy to come on stage because he's on, I guess he's touring or something with Cameron and Jadakiss or something like that. And he was like, oh, I'm not going to have him come on stage with his little fake apology just so he could promote his song. And it's just, it's funny because in thinking about what happened yesterday with Eddie Robinson Jr. and, um, Deion and Deion Sanders. Sanders, it was a, a similar like, hey, if you weren't hollering at me like that on something genuine beforehand, don't try to come at the end of the game and want to embrace me. We're not like that. We're not, we, you know, we're not cool like that. So um, that's, uh, it's all very interesting. But at the end of the day, one thing you have taught me, sister. <laughs> when what have I taught to, you, sister? When it comes to money, don't give what you can't afford to lose. Ooh, ain't that a word? If y'all think that's a word, drop a comment down there in the comments. 
Girl, you might have to type that in the comments for me so I don't forget that. Okay. I said that. Hey, okay. I said that, girl. Type it in the comments and make sure you you give me some attribution for that. Okay, but I it, don't it, think I can. I can. I think you only you can. I'm not logged in, so you can. Oh, okay. All right. So, so say it again. What I said. I said. Don't give what you can't afford to lose. Yes, honey. And, and, and you were basically came out of a conversation of, you know, if somebody comes to you and say, I'm just, you know, making this up, they ask you for $500. You don't have $500. Then you have the right to say, hey, look, I don't know what you're going through. I don't have $500 to give, but here's $50 and I'm going to pray for you. Or here's $100 and I wish you well. Give what you can, but don't give what you can't afford to lose because then you because i promise every time you see that person on on the instagram with a new dress or some tennis shoes you're gonna be like i mean she owed me fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and so we were talking about mason diddy and we were talking you know because this is a business relationship that has gone south right that probably started out as a friendship that probably started out as a partnership and collaboration and it has gone south um, and, and money, it matters, money exchange, people getting paid, people not getting paid. And I would say that anytime you are in a collaboration in any type of partnership, especially if it's related to business, and I don't care if you've known that person your entire life, get your legal documents in order. Mm -hmm. Because if you love each other, and we're going to talk about couple relationships in a minute, but if you love each other, then there should be no question, no qualm about going in protecting each other's interests in the form of legal documentation, having agreements formed and signed, and all of those things to protect everyone and protect everyone's feelings and emotions. Because when it comes down to it and if things fall apart, you have your documents in order and it it sounds like what occurred was standard music industry stuff well may said and that he didn't sign any paperwork the others did and yeah we know that is standard and 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 listen diddy diddy comes from a long line of a and r and other music executives who if they can get over on you, they will. And while I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, um, that and approach, I'm not even going to say get over. If you, well, yeah, no, if you are willing right. to sign an agreement, right, and not respecting your own value and worth, you can't expect other people to respect your value and worth on the back end if you didn't put it in a contract about what the back end is going to look like. Well, I, I would, I would even say that the challenge is that there are some people who just don't know. And of course, that's when I say take advantage of, which is yes. not, not a, but it's not a good term. It's not good phrasing. You're right. If, but if someone knows that, look, this person really doesn't know, are they they're just trying to get out the hood and well, I, 
Tamron Hall said, that's not a good word for me to use. So, <laughs> well, they- you know, girl, okay, we can talk about that because people have been talking about the word hood lately. And I'm like, hood is just a derivative of neighborhood. neighborhood I don't know yeah. where, I don't know, I don't know when we decide to start adding these negative connotations and values to so many terms lately, but hood is a derivative of neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, that's how I use it. And I know everybody <sighs> doesn't use it like that, but that is how I use it. Because I'm always talking about like, yeah, I'm walking around my hood or whatever. That's my neighborhood. But anyway, the point is, you know, if, you know, somebody's just trying to elevate themselves, let's say that way, elevate themselves and they're just trying to get there the quickest way they can. Sometimes they sign their name on things that, I mean, look, we all sign up for mobile phone contracts and none of us read them. So, and we don't, and, and we're on this, on these platforms right now, which I'm sure we haven't read all the privacy agreements, but we know we gave them access to our cameras and our microphone. And every time we talk about something, boop, it magically appears in our search engine. How about that? So that's a relationship where a little toxic relationship we all in right now. How about that? Well, uh, other relationship news, and we're going to get into some of the couple news that we heard about. Okay, so let's dive in first to this Adam Levine going down in the DM. You tell us the story about this. I don't, I, I, I can't really tell. I'm going to drop the, drop the comment, drop the thing in the um, link in the comments, the link in the comments. But I, I just want to say, folks, it's never a good idea to go down in the DMs, um, period. And if you have a wife who's pregnant, it probably really is a, not a good idea to get into any other woman's DM. But then when they are, and this is always gets me because everybody's, I guess I'm an Instagram model. Am I? I think I am, right? No, you're not. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not? Oh. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm on Instagram. I guess if I take the right pictures, then I could call myself an Instagram model, right? Um, I'm going to say that most Instagram models are probably advertising their not for clothing lines. <laughs> How about that? So. Okay. So anyway, at one Adam Levine, who is the lead singer of the group Maroon 5, you probably remember him from the, and maybe you don't remember him from one of the Super Bowl performances when people were like, who is that? Um, but why has he got his shirt off with all these tattoos? That was one of those Super Bowls. We were like, why? why Did they why? walk like Jagger or what was it? Um, yeah, moving like Jagger. Wait, I want yeah. to know the exact song because I, you know, move uh, like Jagger. Several songs. I like Maroon. Yeah, Five. move I like, like Jagger. Music. There yeah. you go. I was. I like that music. <laughs> so Adam Levine, um. It, with with his pregnant wife, decided to just make these very cringe-worthy comments in the DMs of another woman. The one that was most cringe-worthy to me um, that he made to the woman, and, and you can go through this this through, through the whole thread that I shared with you all, um, was that oh, I'm thinking about naming my child your name. Are you going to be okay with that? And I was like. For real, dude? For real, for real? I don't know. I just think that um, 
So flirting, being flirtatious, I think there's a place for all of that. But I think in the world in which we live in, which we always knew, what we were always taught, if you don't want to see it on the headline news, don't do it, don't say it, right? Um, and that's what we were told, right? If you don't want your grandmother to see you on the news, then don't do X, Y, Z, right? If you don't want to see this on the, on the cover of the New York Times, don't do this. There's just some basic decency and decorum that people have lost in this age of social media. And so for anyone to think that anything you would send to someone and think it's gonna have, it's gonna be kept anonymous or it's gonna be kept private, what world are you living in? You know, so if you wanna flirt with somebody and you don't, and your name is Adam Levine or anybody else, and you don't have an NDA set up, expect it to come back to your front door. And even if you're not Adam Levine, if you just, um, Chucky, Booker, um, Wait, Jenny from the block. Oh, anybody. Because okay. you're <laughs> like calling saying. out people's real names. I was like, wait, Chucky Booker, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just calling yeah. out name, random names, right? Whoever you are, right? If you, um, if you, Daquan, whoever you are, if you don't want it to come back to your front door, don't send it. You know, there's an art of having conversation that has been lost. And so that's why people get on these platforms and say some of the most ridiculous, inane things. And last week, Saturday Night Live did a parody of it. And it was like, you can win like um, $50,000 by just sending a woman a normal message in the DMs. And it was like, they were making a parody of like how these men just could not do it. They always had to say something cringe worthy. So I would say, just don't say it. And if you haven't mastered the art of conversation, then maybe you need to go work on yourself before you're really trying to have a conversation with anybody. I don't know. What do y'all say out there? Some of y'all are watching. Tap in in the comments and let us know what you think about this story. Sister, what say you? I mean, I don't know how many people had heard about this. I hadn't. Um, and that doesn't say a lot because, you know, I try to stay away from a lot of news and stuff these days just for my own mental health. But I will say, um, you know, a few years ago, people really took issue with Monique's comments about the structure of her relationship. Now, mind you, I don't agree with all aspects, but I don't have to because I'm not married to Monique or her husband. But what I will say is, you know, maybe some of these folks have openness that the rest of us don't know about. So when these, these kind of things are revealed and to your point, it will be because I mean, he's Adam Levine. Now, here's the thing. The regular dude on the street, it may not happen to him like that. Adam Levine, it's pretty, it's going to be pretty likely that. The if, regular dude on the street, that that girl is going to send a DM to his girl. Because, see, we used to see them on Maury. And we used to see them <laughs> on, on, what's you know, the other dude there? Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. 
No, no, no. Yeah, I get that part. But I'm saying, though, but when you're Adam being the front man for Maroon 5, you know, you can almost guarantee that it's going to be put out in the public sphere because if if for no other reason, I mean, because I'm taking nothing away from Instagram models, but if she's an Instagram model, then the whole point of being an Instagram model is to have more followers and more attention. And so everything she does is about sharing everything with the world. Now, right. this is the thing that got me in his apology right here. My wife and my family is all I care about in this world. Really? Oh, okay. To be this no, naive and correct. stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take responsibility. You ain't 13, you 43. Stop. Full stop. You know better. Well, he said he he did. And he said he will never make that mistake again. He takes full responsibility. Five so women have come forward with his DMs. Okay. Well, he said it to, he just started taking full responsibility. <laughs> he didn't say before. Ooh, child. All right. All right. All right. Well, we're going to leave Adam Levine and his DMs over there. And, and then we're going to talk about this other couple who um, you guys are tuned in live with. Hey, sister, thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure that you join the conversation in the comments. You like, follow, share, subscribe, and make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us on all the podcasting platforms. Search for Hey, sister. If you don't see our picture, Drop our names in that search and you're going to find us. We want you to subscribe on Spotify, on Apple, on Google, or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Come on. All right. Dang, I miss Adam Levine gossip. You go back and watch it in the replay, Keisha. You got it. <laughs> oh, I love that profile picture, Keisha. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yes, honey. All right, so the other one I want to talk about tonight and we want to talk about tonight and get into is Tom and Giselle. Now, we all saw this coming. <laughs> like, I didn't even need my glasses on to see that this one was coming, right? Right. When that man said he retired and went home, in 11 days, I think it was, he unretired. We all knew right then and there. We that. talked about this on Hey Sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We all knew right then and there. Things ain't good on the home front. It's this, this is going to go south real fast. And so now it is being reported that Tom and Giselle are kind of officially moving forward with um, hiring divorce attorneys and and having uh, that real, um, I guess that real conversation about breaking up. Sister, what say you? What you think about Tom and Giselle? <laughs> Me. <laughs> That's it. Okay, we can move I mean, on. Listen, man. listen, listen. <laughs> I, what I what I what I think is that um, Tom Brady has been in the NFL for a very long time. Um, he is, I believe, forty five. Uh, specifically, forty five years old. Is it? Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, so 
uh, let's just say what he's been in at least 20 seasons in the in the NFL. More. Um, yeah, at least. And mm-hmm. so I don't know how long he's been married, but I think what 14 years or so was it? Is it? Um, oh yes, we can just see how much how long they've been married. Child, you can take a look. I mean, I know, well, we know he was with Bridget. I think it's Bridget Moynihan, who was another man, her model, who he his first son is with when he then moved over and transitioned to his relationship with Giselle. I'm going to tell you something. See, Giselle had that man doing yoga, meditating, had him get that nice vegan lifestyle, got these these last few, got him that extra Super Bowl win in Tampa Bay because she mm-hmm. had him all healthy out there doing Pilates. And see, I kind of think, and again, I don't know these people from uh, a piece of ham and cheese, okay? <laughs> but I think he was starting to feel himself a little bit again, you know? And he went home and was like, dang, 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 dang. I can't do this. I can't do this. And and I understand that when you've been a part of something so very long, I mean, there will become a point where literally he physically will not be able to do it any longer. Mm-hmm. So that point is coming because Father Time is undefeated. So it is coming as well as he takes care of himself. However, I think I just think he just started feeling himself just a little bit too much and probably doesn't even recognize or understand what it takes to be at home because he hasn't been. Right. And I so, think that's a hard adjustment because it's like, wait a minute, I'm usually going to camp and going here or going there to actually be at home all the time is a rude awakening for a lot of people. And we learned that during 2020. That is true. Okay. Let me say, okay, I'm going to say something. So first they've been married 13 years. It looks like he's 45. She's 42. Okay. And Giselle has more money than him. So it ain't like she's just sitting around here trying to wait to collect the Her net worth is 400 million. He is too, girl. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting million. to see how that plant pans out because she does have children. Um, who are still in her care or and so I would it's like I mean do you have to pay somebody who makes uh, almost double your salary do you still have to pay them I don't know how that works it'll be very interesting to see what I will say is um yes I think that part of it was that he did not know how to make the adjustment to going home so it was like so I'm gonna go back to doing this thing but the issue with that is it is not as if he couldn't go and do other stuff, right? Because he had already started, he has a production company or he's at least has a production that had has been done, completed about his life and what have you. He um, obviously was already being talked about to be, to do commentation and different things like that. Um, so it's not as if he couldn't have gone to do other things and still to still occupy his time. So mm-hmm. it's something to be said about him specifically 
specifically wanting to go back to playing football. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I mean, yes, she introduced him to a whole different way of eating and, 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 and meditating and all these things. And so I remember one of my friends um, saying that, you know, her mother was like, you, you don't want to have to take care of a sick man. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me because maybe Giselle is feeling like, why are you not leaving while you on a high note? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have, you still have your physical health. You still have your mental health. Why would you not want to leave on a high note? And I can see that being frustrating. And the thing Absolutely. about it is, even though you physically might feel okay and you look good and you perform well, it only takes one hit. And then who's going to be there to care for you? This mm -hmm. lady has been caring for children now for, like I said, 13 years. 13 years. So I, she's, 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 she's. And it's been, two or three children. <laughs> I know he had the one before and then they have two together. I don't right. know how many. Yeah. I think something like that. So I, I just think it's it's it does say something about are you being a little bit inconsiderate and selfish when you decide that you want to go back and play? Not, I mean, we we get it. You can, but you've already you've already hit every. You've already done all the things. Yeah. What else well, is there to accomplish? Well, we got a lot of comments here, and yes, I want to go through them. Mm -hmm. And but one of the things I did want to say, but. While you say he may be oh, able by the to, way, three children it seems like, but I don't know if that's including the old. I think age. it's including the oldest one, and I think they have two together. Okay, so ahead. he may want he he may there may be opportunity for him to do other things, but he probably doesn't know what that is for him because he hasn't seen himself do anything else, right? Mm -hmm. And that that is hard identity knowing your identity. It's not just the sport you play. A lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So we got a comment here. It says, she told them kids, daddy will be home now. And he switched it back up in two weeks. She was fighting mad. I would have been fighting mad too. Like Kristen said, well, wait a minute, bro. Like, I, 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 I'm not, I didn't sign up for all this that, that's to come. Um, when playing folks were holding him, Giselle was like, I ain't holding you. Leave that ego at the door and take out the garbage. Maybe, maybe so. Uh, let's see what else. They and they are having a losing season for so far too, right? So then you're going to be asking, what was that for, right? Another comment is he's probably used to being pampered and catered to as a big shot QB. Things go quite differently when you're at home 24/7 as dad. Daddy has a lot to do now at home. I, I, I don't disagree. But with that's what I'm saying. I right. don't see mm -hmm. him having been daddy 24/7. Because there were going to be other, so many other opportunities for him. I mean, but, look. but you never know. Maybe they've already tried. Because usually when they're going to go into broadcast and they start trotting them out on different shows when they're in the off season and stuff, we didn't see any of that with him. No, you I know, didn't see that with Drew Brees and they just trotted him out and he trotted right on back in. Exactly. No, but we, I did see it with Drew Brees. He was trotted out a few times on a few shows, but obviously oh. it, it didn't stick. Right. Because there's a different when you're doing it consistently all the time. Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they've tested him and, and, and done a few things. And so maybe that's not it. Maybe he still has to find out what is right for him. I don't know. All I know is well, that the, I hate the banning see. children. 
look like they good with these draft no Caesar's playbook commercials and stuff. So. <laughs> Listen, Peyton and Eli, they, they look the like they look, good. Cooper ain't played since high school or, <laughs> or you know his first little spate at um at Ole Miss before you know it's like okay you're not gonna be able to play because of this injury, baby. They even get Cooper checks. On right. all the shows, okay, they're like, no, this is the man in dynasty, daddy. You want to be in this commercial? Come on over here and get on up in this commercial too, right? So I just right? feel like Tom had it's a lot of things, Tom, that you could have done. I feel like it, but I mean, call Peyton and Eli. They seem to be like, like you said, they doing it and they doing it well. All right. One of the other celebrity couples um that we learned this week. Um, is breaking up. And this is the one that really was like, <laughs> Tia Mowry, one of our favorite sister, sister, Sisters. maybe because sister, um, twin, filed for divorce from her husband. Uh huh. I said they look the same, though. They do look the same. <laughs> We're twins, but we don't look, don't the, look same. the same. They do <laughs> look the same. Um, that's but from her job. husband, uh, Corey Hardwick, Hard Hardick, Hardrick, Drick, Drick, yeah. not Wick, Hardrick. Yeah. And this, 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 this one was like really. I, I was really sad to hear about this one um, because you know we we saw the show when I can't remember what the show was that they had with her and her sister. So we saw her pregnant with. Um, with both of her babies and having her babies and and doing the social media and watching them and i think they too have been married for uh 14, 14 years, years. Mm -hmm. um it's it's this one was tough um to see um just such an absolutely beautiful family um to be to see them divorcing this one was really this was a tough story to um to take a look at so what what did you look at that beautiful family come on oh come on why why y'all so cute and we know he's been working he's been doing his little shows he's been all you know he's getting a little steady paycheck come on <sighs> i don't know sister what say you this one does make me sad. Um, obviously, like you said, I don't know these people at all from a personal standpoint. But, you know, over the years, we've seen them, you know, grow from being uh, co-starring on different shows together to then getting married, then having both of their children and even showing like their son getting accepted into a school that he really wanted to get into. Um, you know, all of the, the cute videos and things on IG. I mean, look, on the one hand, I guess it shows that even when things look like they're okay, you never know what's going on. In the background, he's obviously denied, vehemently denied any infidelity or wrongdoing. Um, I'm just wondering if I'm wondering because at first, when well, when people use the term, and it, and it could be clickbait because I don't know that he said th this, but when people say things like, Oh, they were blindsided, that is strange to me. Um, mm -hmm. because I'm always like. Uh, if if we're in the same relationship, 
And in this case, married with two children, 14 years. I feel like you've had conversations about how you're feeling, what's what's working, what's not working, what 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 you need to um yeah, I, I don't do. know about that, sister. I, I would not agree with that 100 percent Okay, well, I say everything that's on my mind. And even if it <laughs> might fall on deaf ears, I'm gonna say it. Listen, this is where I'm having a problem. This is what is not working for me. I'm just saying it's hard for me to see blindsided because I'm like, are we in the same relationship? Plus, you know, I don't know if they had already separated because I did notice like her Instagram videos, a lot of them definitely um, were without him. It was just her and the children. So I don't know if there was already some separation that had happened, but I'm just curious, like, did we, blindsided feels strong for me. Yeah, I would say that. And again, like you said, that could very much be clickbait. Um, we know that what goes on in the marriage, no one really knows what's happening within the household with those people. I think we can make assumptions that because of the way we communicate, that others are communicating like that within their relationships that they are having those crucial conversations, those hard conversations on a on a regular basis, that they're even just checking in on a regular basis. I asked my husband the other day, are you happy? You mm -hmm. know, just asking the question, are you happy, right? Mm -hmm. um, because I know his happiness is not dependent upon me, but his happiness is important to me, right? right? And so that is you have to be checking in all the time and having those types of real life conversations about everything. I mean, everything. And if you're not, um, and if you're not committed, as you said, with your friendships, mm -hmm. right? And you talked about the four agreement and even with your friendship, if that relationship is important to you, then you are going to be working and towards growing it together yes. and moving forward together and having conversation together and 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 we're understanding that um not taking things personally and understanding that what that person may be going through is not about you it's about them and probably trying to work and support them to to get through the things that are going through um together and so um i see you dropped another article in here i'm gonna drop that down here in the comments about you know corey uh denying that there is any infidelity type of conversation so um but let, let me look at some of these comments so um kiana said this one made her sad too i was rooting for that sister 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 all right. Um, I didn't know she met him at a bus stop. And uh, Keisha said that. And Kiana said, gave him a ride. And now she's dropping him off. <laughs> oh, another comment. I don't know who this Facebook user is. Who just says Facebook user. It it's was weird, right? Because last time it said Facebook user too. But then when you look at the comments later, you see who the user is. So Okay. Yeah. Know. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I got it showing on. Uh, this is Dominique Johnson. I think. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was tough to see, but I feel like she's mentally preparing for this trip. She's been mentally preparing for this transition. Some of her recent videos show her glowing. And as well as the, uh, she spoke recently in interviews, he has been differently. Her energy is different in a good way. 
-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but also I know that she's in her, what she's 40, 44 and he's 42, 44, 42. You know, we noticed this, this, this decade in the forties, this decade get real, real in the field for folks. <laughs> it gets real, real in the field because, um, this is really the time I think when most from just a developmental perspective, we come into the fullness of who we are. Well, it's so, also theoretically, if you look at the average life expectancy for a man and a woman, you're in middle age. And I yes. know nobody likes to say that, but you're middle yes. age. You're so, middle age. You're so looking you at like, like, okay. Okay. I'm half done. Yeah. So I'm gonna get real focused, really sharp. Like it gets right. like sharp, sharp, sharp. And I think that those are the conversations that's like, nope, I'm gonna be making these decisions. I'm gonna be looking out for me, um, my wholeness and my happiness, because I want the um the second half of my life to be even greater than this first half of my life. Right. You know, and we saw that and talked about that a little bit, like with Niecy Nash um, a couple of years ago, you know, who was married and had wrote a book and had wrote another book about this husband. And then, boom, she was divorced and married to um, a woman. We were like, say, what now? Hold up. Wait a minute. You done mixed it all up. But one of the things she said in her end being interviewed was like, you know, why not have amazing or magnificent? What what was the quote? I can't remember it exactly. Uh, actually, um, I think it was Lena Waithe who said it, but they were having a conversation. Conversation. Like, why yeah. have, like why have good when you can have exhilarating? Exhilarating. Yeah. And I was like, so she found what is exhilarating um, for her um, in her fifties, and so I say, hey, go for what you know uh, if you're healthy, happy, and whole. But it is difficult to see relationships that, as you, you say, you're rooting for people um, to make it to the finish line and to see them um, not. So um, Keisha said, don't waste my time, age. Exactly. We got another comment here for Geneva. Marriage is definitely hard. And as both partners grow and mature, needs change. Absolutely. The ability to adapt to crucial. It's I guess crucial. it's crucial to keeping a marriage together. And this may be off base, but some men have issues with higher earning wives. Who knows that you ain't never lie. Some men do, some men don't. My husband told me he ready to be a kept man. So, <laughs> but others don't, um, you know, uh, don't feel that way. So, you know, it is, it is, there's a lot that goes on. We don't know all what goes on in people's marriages. But to your point, what you said about Monique and her husband and her making that declaration many years ago about them having an open marriage and what that meant for them and the honest and truthful conversations that they have with each other. I think at the end of the day, for all relationships and relationships matter, whether it's with your girlfriends, like we talked about at the beginning, with your business partners and who you get in relationship with and your romantic partnerships and relationships and your marriages. If you are not ready to have open, honest conversations consistently, 
where you have done also your own introspection and your own work and own your own stuff you bring to the table, then they always will fall apart. Don't matter what the relationship is. It could be your relationship with your mama. But if you do your own work and do that introspection and are prepared to have these um, honest and open conversations, because to me, that's really what an open relationship is about, is really having really honest dialogue. If you're doing that, then your relationships, they will endure for a lifetime. At least that's my belief. I don't know what you believe, sister. Well, I'm going to believe I'm going to turn on this light for a second. <laughs> uh, I Actually, actually, I want us to segue into the next topic about the Tamron Hall conversation because then that will give, I will, I will actually have, I think I'm going to have some different insights than you think. So that's why. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Dominique. Preach this. I try, girl. I try, I try. Okay. So a day ago, uh, my husband was watching the Pivot podcast. This is one of his uh, favorite shows to watch. And we were watching the interview with Tamron Hall. So if you haven't heard of the Pivot podcast, it is with, uh, if you if you, if you you got a man in your life, he has heard of the Pivot podcast. Uh, it's with Ryan Clark, uh, Channing Crowder, and Fred Taylor, all three former NFL players. And there was this piece of this interview with Tamron Hall that really caught our eye because she was talking about maintaining friendships with her exes and her husband not really liking it. So we'll we'll play it. Y'all listen. Um, if you can hear, um, listen in for a second. But I, I have, I've been fortunate enough to date just about everybody I wanted to date. Okay, pause right there. I've been fortunate. Wait, ma'am. No, we're not doing that. Play oh, it. That's, how, that's how I watch it. Okay, okay. Y'all might jot, jot some notes down. Listen, Claire, we listen with this third eye right up here. And I've had wonderful dating. I always tell people it wasn't, there was nothing wrong with them, nothing wrong with me. Sometimes it's timing. Mm -hmm. And so most of the relationships in my past, I'm still friends with. I, 95% of my exes, I'm still friends with. They still, to, my husband hates it. I, he's like, why is he calling me for advice? You, you guys are together. I'm like, why not? So it's a big, uh, a big battle we have over my exes calling to check in. And I know the ones that are checking mm, in. Yeah. No, but I know the difference. But one, once, a, once a man knows that you done bumped uglies with another man, he bumped doesn't want- Ugly? That's what I call <laughs> That's you know the nicest you've ever said it. You it really is. respect Taylor. Yes, Thank you. I love you. Yes, Taylor, I love Taylor. I love you. I, I love you. He's love amazing. You wait till you see the episode. It's gonna. Just, but it's yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna steal the side. I don't want. I don't see. Want I don't. Wild dudes, you don't bump uglies with the book. But but that's in, that's implying that I can't handle myself, and I can handle myself. I mean, my ex. I have one that recently called me. And he's like, oh, I because I dyed my hair white, well, changed my hair blonde, I wore this wig for it. And he was like, you look hot in the blonde hair. I knew that wasn't appropriate. I could tell that, you know, it's like, uh, but I had another recently call and he's like, hey, um, if you're around, let's grab coffee, something, something. I don't, I won't go for coffee. And, and they ask, but, but I will talk on the phone. And one of them uh, is very funny. Uh, and we have this kind of banter over sports. He hates the Cowboys. So he'll call me about sports or whatever, but I won't go out for coffee. I won't go out for drinks. Um, I 
I don't really want to talk about the past, right? We don't want to relitigate that. So I have boundaries, but my husband thinks it's all off limits. So I, I just, it, it's a bad, it's a sore subject with him. It is. And he goes, well, what if I talk to my, I'm like, okay, as long as you're not meeting up at the Chateau Marmont in the lobby, I don't care. <laughs> But I think it's fine and I'm happy. And I think it's a good sign that most of my exes, not all, but most think that I'm a good person. It's some, I'm somebody they want to know and still know. I think that's a good thing. All right, y'all. I see Simone is in the comments. It was a great interview. Yes, it was an awesome interview. I would love to hear y'all's feedback, but I'm going to toss it to my sister for y'all tuning in live with Hey Sister. And I see some of y'all been married a long time on here. And y'all could drop on in these comments and let us know that A, would your husband feel like her husband, Stephen, and be like, hell no to the no, no, no. And how will you feel if your husband is uh is keeping is keeping up with the exes so let me see we got i don't like it she's doing too much and her husband needs to handle that her husband said he don't like it sonny labeouf says i like it we have another comment here and that would be an absolute no for my hubby too yes i have no desire to converse with my exes so her husband not enough i don't know um, it's a no for me. Okay, so sister. All right, so sister. So first, let me preface by saying, as everybody should back. know, I am not married. So therefore, but you I, engaged it. I sometimes I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. So. So first of all, my, when when you and Jeff told me about this conversation, I made a lot of assumptions and, you know, I was like, okay, well, this is probably this, this, and this. Then I listened to it again. Now, yes, the starting off, like I've dated probably every man that I wanted to date that, I mean, that was, that was, she was, she was slightly, you know, that was. She a, got a big ego. A, a humble, hey, humble. Got big ego. Okay, go ahead. Humble, I'm not Beyonce, but y'all got the, the picture. No, humble brag. Yes. But I thought about it and nobody's going to like what I got to say here, but I'm like, if she hadn't said that she understands, uh, like, I'm not trying to go back down memory lane and we're not revisiting the past or relitigating the past. If she had not said that, I might have a different perspective. But I will say, I have talked to people that I, I dated before since I had not dated them. Um, one of my exes is very good with money. He got a lot of stock picks. I might call and ask him, what do you think about this stock? Should I buy it before the split or after the split? I have done that. I don't call him every day or every week, but I had, he, he's smarter than me in that area. Um, another person that I dated is into real estate. If you hit me in the DMs, you see, I'm, I'm ask, to the side, right? I know, mm -hmm. I know. Okay, right. Maybe mm -hmm. you hit me in the DMs, what's up, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to ask you about real estate. Now, maybe. You just talked about the DMs. Okay, go ahead. You, mm -hmm. you did. And so if somebody hits me in the DMs, I'm going to let you know look, tell me about your real estate business or whatever. That's it. That's all I got for you. But the idea that 
I think the problem is that very often people feel like men and women can never be friends with each other. And there are people who have legitimately been married and have recognized that they are better not being married than when they were married, but they still have a friendship. And that friendship, it may it may revolve around their kids or whatever. But this idea that you should just never, ever speak to somebody that you used to date, that seems a little far for me. And it, it does. I'm just, I, 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 it does. Because at the end of the day, your, look, I'm going to say this and this is going to sound real ugly. I would rather you talk to an ex who you have nothing with and but she a decent human being, then talk to a friend, a best friend or something who really on the slick got a crush on you, but she just ain't never figured out how to get out of the friend zone. Got you. All right. We got a comment here. It says, if husband doesn't like it, then agreement should be reached as to boundaries. Absolutely. I agree. Agree. Me too. Just have to have boundaries. I talked to some of my exes, also not married. So I'm going to say this, and this is where it, it, the, it comes down for me. What was very clear in that interview is that her husband has a problem with it and mm -hmm. he is bothered by it. But can and we also say... Let I'm me not, finish. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me I'm finish. Sorry. And so, A, I want to acknowledge that men and women can be friends. I want to say, B, if you've been in a relationship with someone and you have both moved on and carried on with your life and whether you're married now or not married now, that yes, if you truly have a friendship, you can be friends. I would say C, I did A, B, so I got to go to C. I would say C, that we also have to be careful because some people have the spirit of entertainment. And when you entertain um, that you might get caught slipping. Oh, yeah. I And I agree with that. I agree with that. But what I am also going to say is just on the face of because one day he go, to, but just on the face of you can't talk to anybody that you ever had a relationship with, or in the case of what the gentleman said, bumped ugly with. That just feels like wow, that's limiting. Because depending on how old you are today, depending on when you started, that could be a lot of years and a lot of other things happen that you and that person have absolutely like Kiana mentioned. She has no interest in talking to any of her exes then that makes sense. If you don't have no interest in talking to them, then you, you're not going to be like, oh, what's up? But you've had situations where you run into somebody and then you're like, oh, okay, you can have a cup of coffee and talk to the person. Damn, like... Absolutely, but why you want to put me out? Y'all see how my sister's trying to put me out here on front street? Why is she trying to tell my business? What? That's, that's okay. because that's not front street. If I see somebody yes. who I used to date, I can see someone, I can say hello shop. if I'm out in public, absolutely. But there's a difference because the thing she's saying, her husband said, why are they calling you for advice? It bothers your husband. 
and you don't, if you don't have enough, yes, they think highly of you as a human being, which I think is wonderful and, and fabulous, but you are then not having that respect and that mutual respect for the feeling of your husband. And that will become a problem in your relationship. Okay. And that's fair. She is not in that situation. She is not, but I would add, and this is going to sound really ugly, but again, I'm just saying, she said this in the interview. She said her husband is five feet tall. He's Jewish with the wireframe glasses uh, from the Bronx, I believe it was. Um, or Brooklyn, one of the two. Brooklyn. I'm sorry, I don't know all the boroughs. So there also could be insecurity on his part. So it's a lot of different factors that could be playing out because his wife is a beautiful woman. She's going to be talking to a whole bunch Time of Time out, homie player, please. If 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 that man cannot call their landline and say, hey, Steve, how you no, doing? Nobody What's got doing? a landline, sister. Stop it. Okay. Stop with the landline. So if that, if that man can't call and say, uh, hey, Tam, how you doing? Let me holler at Steve out of respect. It is about us. It is about respect. And, I fully and agree so with there that. is not a, there is not an area of respect. And so like she said, it implying you, she can't handle, it's not implying she can't, it's not implying that you can't handle yourself. It's implying that there is, there's this piece that your ego is so caught up in that you're not respecting. You're in, in the relationship, in the marriage. So let's see some more comments. I speak to exes if I see them, but we're not dialing each other numbers, of course. Okay, um, you can be cordial when you see them in public, but none of them need to be calling my husband's phone. So is, <laughs> come on, Geneva. Come on with it. Okay, I have a solution. All of them can call me and I'll intercede. Yes, how about that? Yes, let's see. Knowing men, they're calling her saying, you sure you want to stay over there? He's sure. Men can be disrespectful and that, So, So that Very is Very much so. And as what my husband said, he know when men, we all know. Keisha, I wish you would get Martha on here and comment on this. Because mm. see, we know about that fishing pole. You know what you do when you go fishing? You cast that pole and you waiting for a bite. Sometimes we cast our pole here and wait for a bite. We cast our pole here and wait for a bite. And it's homecoming season. You know they all cast the poles <laughs> out here and waiting for a bite. No, I and so that's that spouses is the must thing. prioritize the feeling of one another. Agreement has to be reached on what works and what doesn't. Absolutely. Exactly. And that goes back to the conversation that you just brought up about Monique. Cause that's where I wanted to get with it. At the end of the day, Monique said she wants to know what her husband is doing because it is the deceit that makes cheating a problem. It's the lies. It's the covering up. It's not being honest. If he has feelings about wanting to sleep with another one, not saying he has to do that, but if in their case, they may have decided that that's okay. But if he has those feelings, she wants him to feel comfortable enough to come to her and express that he has those feelings. And so that is the, the, the issue. It doesn't sound to me and I'm no therapist. So for the therapist out there, you can help. The issue really does sound like maybe y'all just don't really, y'all really not in it for the same reasons or y'all mm. don't view marriage the same way. And that's why he sees it as I don't like it. 
And she's like, but what you saying about me? Because mm-hmm. cause they it don't sound like maybe they're having some of these in-depth conversations about prioritizing each other's feelings and agreement and what works for their relationship. Because otherwise they wouldn't be like, I mean, because it's like, it don't sound like she changing anytime soon. It doesn't sound like she's changing anytime soon. So that would be very interesting to see and how it all ultimately plays out. Cause we just said clearly um, things is breaking down a, 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 a lot of places, but if you want to watch um, the full interview, I'm going to drop the comment um, here so you can watch it. It was a good interview. I thought, I thought it was a good interview and was very interesting. And even, even that part, you know, I think, listen, if, men and women, especially around something like sports can have these kind of, this kind of dialogue that allows them to talk about things that maybe they wouldn't typically talk about. And if this podcast or Hey Sister gives them the opportunity to do that, then I think that's a great, that's a great thing. Cause at the end of the day, forever is a long time. Mm-hmm. And so to be with, to, to commit to being with one person for the rest of your days means that y'all going to have to do some compromises, some conversations, some hard, hard works. I mean, not, no, I don't like to say hard work. You're going to have to have some hard conversations and you're going to have to do some work. Yes. But all of that work starts here. So if you start, as Michael said, with the man in the mirror, I'm on my singing thing tonight, y'all. I see, I see. (laughs) If you start right there and have honesty and 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 transparency and 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 really forthright about how you're changing, how you're growing, what's what 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 new desires you have, what new things you want to try, and what new things and worlds you want to experience. When you are honest about that and you're with someone who you can share those things and have that honesty and transparency, it can be for a lifetime. And it, and it will be for a lifetime and you will be happy and thriving and laugh and joke and, and, and everything. And, and I love how what you said, Monique said, because a lot of people out here getting cheated on. It is never about sex. It's never it is about, really not about beauty. It is uh-huh. not about beauty. Um, it, it, it is, it's, it's about something that that person has missing within themselves and they're seeking to feel it and they feel like their partner is not feeling it. And so if you're not honest and having some honest and transparent conversations, then that person will never even be allowed an opportunity to feel it. You see what I mean? So that deceit and that deception, that is what is, is very, um, is hurtful and, and, and unfair because I believe that we should give each other an opportunity to show up in ways we've never shown up before for each other. I agree. And I would, I will say last again, as the not married person, um, <laughs> honesty, some, transparency. Yes. Yes. And, and, yes. and yes, absolutely. But as, as the, as the unmarried person, the other part I would say is, Speaking of honesty and transparency, some people are not getting married for what we say marriage is about. Mm. Some people have gotten married because they're having a baby. Some people have gotten married because they old and they're like, 
I'm old. (laughs) You know, I have to do this thing. Some people are getting married because you're made to feel so bad Mm-hmm. If you don't do things in this life in a certain order. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, ha- talking about honesty and transparency, if somebody is saying you've been together for 20 years when y'all get married every day for 20 years, then, then people may get married and had, and really that wasn't what they wanted to do. But it's hard to have that level of honesty for some people. Yeah. But again, as we talked about over the whole course of this show tonight, and I want to thank all of you for tuning in, is that uh, when it comes to relationship matters, whatever the relationship is, if it's your marriage relationship, your girlfriends or your guy friends or your um, business partnerships or your community organizations, it doesn't matter if you're in relation with other people. You have to have honesty. You have to have transparency. You have to start with that man in the mirror, with that introspection. Um, we talked about the four agreements and using it as a benchmark and how we communicate and even express our desires. But if you are not willing and prepared, if you're not willing and prepared, to to walk through this with that other person, then don't even get into the relationship. Allow them to be free and allow yourself to be free as well because freedom is a wonderful thing. And with that, we want to thank y'all for tuning in tonight to Hey Sister. If you did, if you're just catching us, um, go back and watch the replay. You can catch it on YouTube. You um, immediately following this broadcast, you can catch it on YouTube and Facebook. If you want to listen to it during your drive tomorrow, go ahead and um, find us on Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, whatever your favorite podcast. Search for Hey Sister. You might have to type our names in. Find it, download it, um, subscribe, and tell everybody all about Hey Sister and and join us and join our movement. Oh, we got some more, we, we got more comments in here. Oh, sorry you're late, Nicole, but we're signing off. <laughs> so good night, everybody. Good night and love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us.